Shalom Aleichem, this is Rabbi Kovacs, and for the 23rd of Elul, which is also Shabbat, Nitzavim Vayelech, the Mishnah Yomi is learning in Chapter 3 of Tanit, Mishnah 8, Al Kol Tzora, on any calamity, danger, Shalotavol, Etzibar, that we do not want to come into the community, Matrian Aleichem, we blow the shofar, or we call out in prayer that this should not come upon us. It also serves to, it's a practical warning to everyone else about the possible dangers out there that we mentioned yesterday. We don't complain about an abundance of rain. Now, the Bartner explains, if the rain is causing damage, then yes, indeed, we would want to pray and blow shofar and perhaps fast. But if it's just a tircha, it's just a bit of a schlep and it's muddy and it's raining out, we don't complain. To illustrate this point, the Mishnah brings a story from about 2,100 years ago, give or take. The people told Honi Hamagil, and we'll explain that nickname later, please pray for us that rain will come. They knew he was a great tzaddik, a great pious individual, and thought he could pray for rain. Amr Lahem, he said to the people, go outside and bring in the earthenware ovens that you're preparing to bake, roast your carbon Pesach on them. They won't get dissolved by the rain that he was confident would come. He prayed, rain did not come. It's a bit of a surprise for him. He's a big uh, tzaddik. So what did he do? He encircled a circle. So perhaps he drew it with his stick or he made some sort of enclosure for himself. He stood within it. Amar Lefanov, and he said in front of Hashem, Ribano Shel Olam, Master of the Universe, Benecha Samu Benehem Alai, your children have set their face upon me, they rely on me. Shanikaven Bait Lefanecha, I am like a member of your household. Nishba Ani Vishimcha Hagodol, I am swearing in your great name, in Hashem's name. Sheini Zoz Mikan, I'm not leaving the circle. Ad Shetirachem O Benecha, until you have mercy upon your children, upon Amisro. In response, rain started to drip, small drips. He said, I didn't ask for rain like this. I asked for rain that would fill up the water pits and the cisterns and the reservoirs. As we mentioned in Mishnah Base, these are different uh, areas for holding drinking water. It started really a huge amount of rain, an inundation of rain, pouring rain. Amar lokach shalti said, Hashem, I didn't ask for this kind of rain. Elegishme ratzon, rain of goodwill, bracha undava, and blessing and abundance, you know, givingness. Yardu kitiknan. Now then the rain started to fall as it should, you know, it fell in a normal, uh, pleasant way. Until the Jews left Yerushalayim, Laharabite, and went up to the Temple Mount, because the rain kept coming and coming. It wasn't pouring, but there was a sufficient rain coming. They were starting to uh, worry about flooding in the low areas. If you've ever been to Ir David, it's, it's just south of the old city of Yerushalayim, but it's much lower in elevation. You go down the hill. They came back to Choni and they said, uh, Just like you prayed about the rains that they should fall down, Please pray that they go about their way and they go away. Amar Lahan, he told them, said, Go out and see if the Evan the Tawin, it's this famous stone, a stone where they would announce and claim lost objects. There's a large stone in Yerushalayim. People would meet up and say, Oh, I found this sheep. I found this wallet. What did you lose? 
And he was making a point that it's such a huge stone, it hasn't been submerged. So, you know, still, we could use more rain. We don't have to make it stop. Shalach lo Shimon ben Shotoch. So Shimon ben Shotoch, who was uh, one of the leading sages of that generation, he sent to Choni. He said, Il male if you were not Choni, and we didn't know that you were a great, pious, tzaddik individual, I would be gozer, I would uh, put a ban of excommunication on you. But what can I do for you? You're like, you're like complaining and nagging in front of Hashem, but he does what you want. Like a beloved son, you know, he complains to the father, you know, buy me this, buy me that, take me here, I want to do that. And the father does what he wants. And about you, the Pasuk, the verse is referring, it's a verse in, in Proverbs, your father and your mother will be glad and she will rejoice, the one who gave birth to you. The idea here that instead of other sages of the time being like um, being like officers or courtiers coming before the king, that Choni was basically like a servant or like a child to the king and he could go in and ask whatever he wanted without an appointment. That was kind of the idea behind this. Now in the Gemara, the Gemara actually brings this Mishnah on Daf 19a. It brings a whole chunk of Mishnahs for the whole chapter together. And then the Gemara that explains this Mishnah and elaborates is on Daf 23, Daf Chaf Gimel Ahmed Aleph. And it, it tell, tells a follow-up that, that uh, Honey and Magil brought a carbon. He brought an offering in the temple to give thanks. And uh, when he was bringing the carbon, he prayed another prayer to Hashem. And it's, it's really quite a beautiful thing. He says, Rabbanu Sha'Allah, Master of the Universe, Amcho Yisrael, your nation Israel, you took out of Egypt. Einan Yecholim, they're not capable. Lo Barov Tova, Lo Barov Puranut. Not too much good and not too much bad. And it's, it's an amazing, you know, again, he was like a child before the father. Sometimes as parents, we have to be careful not to be too strict, but we also need to be aware not to be too giving in the sense that there's no, not the healthy boundaries that are there with parents and children. So Baruch Hashem, we've met Choni Amogi. Let's go on to Mishnah Test, Mishnah 9. Hayu mit onin, they started a fast. V'yardu lehem gishomim, kodem and But rain started to fall before daybreak. Lo yashlimu, they don't have to complete the fast because Lamaisa they've been answered already. L'achar neitzachama, yashlimu. But if the rain only started falling after Neitzacham, after daybreak, they're already in shul davening or out in the public square davening. If it's a serious fast, they should complete the fast. Rabbi Lezer, Omer, Rabbi Lezer says, Kodem chatzot. If it's before midday, lo yeshlimu. They don't have to complete the fast. Lacher chatzot, yeshlimu. But if it's after midday, they should complete the fast. Even though Lamaisa rain has started to come. Maisa, there was an event, Shegazru tainit belod. In Lod, they had a fast day and they didn't have rain. Yardulem Gishamim Kodem Chatzot, and rain fell in the morning before midday. Amrilhem Rabbi Tarfun, Rabbi Tarfun, who was there, he said, Su, go out, Ichlu, Ushtu, Vasu, Yom Tov. You can eat, you can drink, make it a Yantov, make it a celebratory day. The Yotsu, the people went out from the Shul, from the Dab, from the praying, the Achlu, Vishatu, Vasu, Yom Tov. So they did exactly that. Uvaub and Arbaim, Vikaru, Halil, Hagodal. When they came back for Mincha, for the afternoon prayers later in the day, they read the Great Hollow. The Great Hollow is actually uh, Tehillim, it's actually Psalm 136, and it contains the verse, uh, Noten Lechem Basar, praising Hashem who gives food to all flesh. So they had 
extra praises to say during the afternoon tefillah, the afternoon prayers, because they had been answered. Yeshar Kochachem, uh, good Shabbos, Shabbat Shalom.